you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the, world. in the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. This is Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the big show. We certainly appreciate you guys coming by. As always, we bring to you the most smartest people, the CEOs, the billionaires, the Pulitzer Prize winners, the authors who've written all their wonderful stories and journals and brought them to you to help improve the quality of your life. And, of course, as we always say on the Chris Voss Show, stories are the owner's manual to life. So don't forget it. And that's what we bring to the show, great stories. So in part, all that we ask you to do in our audience for 15 years is refer the show to your family, friends, and relatives. Go to goodreads.com, forward Chris Voss, linkedin.com, forward Chris Voss, youtube.com, forward Chris Voss. Subscribe to the big LinkedIn newsletter, the 130,000 LinkedIn group as well. Today we have Daniel Elliott on the show with us today. He's an entrepreneur and online fitness and fitness coach and motivational speaker. He's joining us today to tell us his story of his journey and how he helps people improve the quality of their lives. He's a single father of a six-year-old son. He won custody of his uh, in court of his son in, two, in 2022 in August. And he's been working every day to help people develop a strong mindset and mental habits to improve their lives through elevating their negative energy into positive and using it to complete their daily tasks. Welcome to the show, Daniel. How are you? No, well, Chris, thank you for having me. How are you doing? I am doing awesome. Welcome to the show. Give us your dot coms. Where can people find you on the interwebs? You can find me at www.dellietfitness.net and also on my Instagram at dellietfitness, Facebook dellietfitness, TikTok dellietfitness1, and Twitter as well at dellietfitness. There you go. So give us a 30,000 overview of what you do and how you do it. Well, I'm an online fitness coach, and what I do is I help clients better their fitness habits and as well as get their mindset straightened up and get them in a better perspective in life because kind of the stuff that I've been through kind of helped me shape my life for the better and actually wanted to give that to other people and basically have clients who come in and instead of just getting them physically fit as well, but also have a mindset shift and get them a get them on the right path to just not be fit on the outside but as well as on the inside there you go get it fit on the inside and the outside so you you coach clients i notice you have a big TikTok and instagram channel that you're uh, daily i guess promoting stuff promoting your your workouts and and uh, inspiring people yeah have all my TikTok and my social media pages i do uh, just little uh, short form content where I speak to people on motivation and also post my workouts that I do daily. There you go. And so people can check that out. They can see your diet, your supplements, some of the motivations. So give us your hero's journey, your life's journey. What were some of the things that you went through in life that got you interested in fitness and how to motivate it to help other people? Well, one of the main things that happened in my life was whenever my son was born, that was really like the main pivotal turning point for, point for me mm-hmm. because before then I wasn't, you know, I wasn't living too well, you know, drinking, smoking and, you know, 
living lustfully and you know womanizing and all that stuff mm -hmm. and whenever i had my son it was the pivotal point because unfortunately i had to deal with the uh, custody battle aspect of everything and at that point, that turning point, I had to figure out at what led me to this point that got me here. And instead of trying to fight the battle externally, I had to sit down and think of what actions led me to this point. I couldn't sit here and blame the other person for why things were going the way they were going in my life. So I had to sit down and basically do a look in the mirror to try to look at myself and let myself know okay your actions are what led you to this point <laughs> and in order for you to change something in your life you have to change what you do you have to change your everyday actions you have to look at yourself and call yourself out be accountable for everything that you've done so as far as the drinking smoking lusting i had to look at myself and say okay those are the actions that led you here your actions dictate where you're going to head in life mm -hmm. and in order for that to change I had to make a change on my vices. There you go. And uh, those vices sometimes are the things we use as a distraction to hold us back, right? Oh, all the time. Like, more than what we know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, sometimes we're just trying to... We're just trying to console our feelings or console... You know, well, I don't want to, I don't want to procrastinate. I, want to, I don't want to do that. So, I'll do this for fun for now. And, you know, it ends up taking time and getting you off your game and off your life's purpose. So you said when your son came into your life, that's what really changed for you, where you kind of saw focusing or concentration of your of your uh, goals and what you want to achieve in life? Yeah, just dealing with the battle. That was the main thing, dealing with the custody battle. That was just the, that was the thing that was just like on the forefront of my mind because he's my only son. And dealing with that, uh, I knew that I had to, in order to change the external of your life you need to sit down and change the internal so one thing that i had to come to terms with and understand is like drinking and smoking and all those things that you have all your vices you must drop them because whenever you like you were saying earlier you want to procrastinate you don't want to do nothing that's an obstacle that's letting you know you need to overcome that and I had to figure out what obstacles that I needed to overcome in order to make a change in my life. Because if, if I was going to do the same thing over and over and over and expect a different outcome, that's the definition of insanity. Like, you're, nothing's going to change. Isn't you know, you have, to, yeah, you have to change your internal world. So I slowly but surely tampered off with drinking and smoking first. Mm -hmm. It was a lot harder than I thought because I was one of those people who smoked weed all the time. And... I had that mindset of, oh, it's just weed, you know, like, I put this here for me and you. It can't be that bad. <laughs> and I was one of them idiots that had that mind frame. So as I decided to get off of one, I still had that withdrawal feeling. So I tried to, you know, sip a little liquor here and there. But I was like getting over one, but I was getting more deeper into the other one. Yeah. And I was trying to sugarcoat one by, you know, getting over the feeling of another one. Then I was like, well, you know what? I'm getting over weed, but now I'm getting heavier on drinking, which is counterproductive because now I'm getting rid of one problem and now I'm having another. Yeah. One distraction for another, right? Exactly. There you go. And, and you know, we do that. We do this Faustian bargain with ourselves. You're like, well, I'll, I'll give up this, but I won't give up that. And uh, I remember doing that with drinking and, uh, you know, and you do that with, you know, when you're procrastinating and stuff. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll make a concession here and concession there. So how did you overcome it, get your son back in your life? And 
What sort of ex- example do you try and set now as a father, et cetera, et cetera? Well, overcoming it, I just had to. I understood that there was no bargaining with what I wanted to get out of life. I was like, I can't bargain with this. I gotta, I gotta face myself, because that's the battle that we have every day. Everybody is battling themselves, whether they know it or not. Because mm-hmm. you know, in the custody battle, I could blame the other party all I want, but at the end of the day, it was the man in the mirror that I was fighting the most. Mm-hmm. No, it was that person that I had to fight. I had to defeat him. I had to be like, look, you need to quit this. And in order, and if you quit these things, you'll be surprised. And and what you quit on the internal is gonna is gonna is gonna reflect on the outside. Mm-hmm. So having a, a more being more aware of sitting in my issues, sitting in my problems, you know. And whenever you know time came for the battle or whatnot. I was able to at least sit in front of the judge and be more coherent and more understanding and, you know, better with my wording that we had to deal with dealing with the custody battle. So when I was going through that, that helped me better become a better father to my son because it let me know that if I can do this, then anybody else can as well. True. true. Very true. And, and so, so being self-accountable... Being Made, made all the difference for you then? Oh, it, that's the that's the main thing. I mean, every day we have issues, every single day. Like, it doesn't, a day doesn't go by where I still want to smoke or drink. I mean, it doesn't, I mean, drinking is not really my big thing, but smoking, like, I, I can't lie, I enjoy it. But I know that it's like, I can't do it. It's not what I need to be doing. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the thing about vices, you know, they don't go away. They're like our inner demons. Like, we need them. They're obstacles. No, we need those obstacles in life because they let us know if we fall victim to them, we're losing. But if we overcome them, we're winning. You know, it's kind of like a, like I use the analogy of like a Nintendo game, like the old school Nintendo back in the day. Mm-hmm. Back back in the day, there was no Internet. There was no, you know, cell phones or nothing. It's like landline. That was it. So if you got stuck on a video game, you were stuck. You know, there was there there was no YouTube where you can say, hey, how do I get past this part? There, there was nothing. You were just stuck until you figured it out. And the only way you knew that you got to a new place in that video game, even if it took you weeks or months or however long you were stuck, is when you saw new enemies, new bosses or a new place that you haven't been to. Then that told you like, oh, hey, mm-hmm. I'm actually making progress. I'm somewhere I haven't been before. So that means I'm going the right way. So, you know, you use your vices the same way. You know, if you overcome them every single day, day in and day out, because they don't go away, then you know that you're making progress internally. Most definitely. And so now you've, how did you get into fitness? What motivated you to become a fitness instructor and, and motivator? Well, once I, I've, I've, I've always liked fitness. I've always been a person that would love jogging and stuff like that. And of, of course, like back in the day, I would get high and go jogging. That was a good idea, you know, like smoke weed and go jog and just, you know, feel good about myself. And at that point, you know, once I finally quit smoking and quit drinking, I had to dive deeper into something else because that energy had to go somewhere or, or else it was just going to nag at me all day long, you know, and I couldn't just sit in it. I had to I had to exert my energy some way, somehow. So I chose the fitness route, which was one of the which is the, the reason why I got into fitness as well. And I wanted to enhance my physique because, you know, you see like a lot of bodybuilders and guys and stuff like that. But I didn't want to go like I didn't want to, you know, get into steroids and nothing like that because then I'd be on, on another drug, you know. Yeah. So. I decided to go ahead and do the fitness route 
and get my body right and actually achieve that goal of looking aesthetically pleasing because you know what i can do that so i went ahead and tackled that goal and it takes everything in you to sit down and focus and be aware of what you put in your mouth how much you eat not to overeat not to undereat. count your macros have a routine wake up go work out and if you don't feel like it go do it anyway because you know that's that's where you're trying to get to is on the other side of what you don't want to do so fitness was the thing that gave me that driving force that push behind what i needed to let me know like, hey you don't need these substances over here but what you need to do is get yourself right and that's why i use fitness just to help me stay away from drinking and smoking there you go i mean it's it's why is it important for a man to go to the gym and exercise i mean do you have any thoughts on that why why it's important for men to go do that yeah i mean it's it's amazing what a man can push himself to like physically and mentally like you don't know what you can do until you can do it because it's not a it's not a one month and then you're done you know what i mean it's not a six month or one year then you're done yeah you can reach a nice physique in one year or whatever but if you stop in one month and just decide to eat whatever then it's all over like you're back at square one so it's really important for a man to see what his body is fully capable of you know push yourself to your limit like whenever you you know get to your age where you're priming push yourself all the way and and and, and see like how strong your mind is how strong your body is and once you hit those limits you can push past the limits because there is no limit there's only limitations you put on yourself so you'll hit a ceiling which you think is a ceiling but then you push past that limit and not just physically but financially emotionally all these different things play a key component in your physical fitness if you're able to drop your vices along with it you'll have that mental fortitude plus that physical strength as well to go along with it and you'll just start to feel unstoppable mm. there you go there you go and uh, pretty imp inspiring when people need to to do more and be more so what keeps you going every day honestly now it's a lifestyle i can't quit you know what I mean? I I, I, I can't stop. <laughs> There's no turning back now. It's, you know, you're either all in or you're 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 all out. There's nothing. There's no reason for me to stop. You know, I've came this far, and it's kind of like a, you go so far out, and when you look back at the people behind you and the things behind you, you're so far away from it. But when you look at where you're trying to get to in front of you. It's so it seems like it's so far away so you're in the middle and you're like well there's only one way to keep going i don't want to go back so keep going forward and it's a good it's, it's like a good look for my son you know my son gets to see a good role model in me there you go. and he even actually told me the other day one time he was we were walking after we had got something to eat and we had walked past this i guess like this place where they were gambling or whatnot not like a bad place but just like a little in a shopping center and they were outside smoking, I guess, in between the card game or whatever. And he was like, ugh, nasty. They smoke, daddy, but you don't smoke. And it kind of hit me. I was like, he never saw me smoke before. Yeah. I was like, I have to keep that going because, you know, I've smoked all my life. And, you know, he doesn't know that about me. So I have to uh -huh. keep that going. <laughs> there you go. You know, it's funny. I don't think, I don't, I, I don't know what most parents think, but I'm pretty sure I know that most parents don't realize how much of an imprint their behavior their actions their morals the the way they put themselves into the world the way they interact with their children of course too sets an example it sets a standard you know children grow up to be like their parents because they're around them all the time 
And a lot of parents think they can lie to their kids and they can be like, hey, don't tell lies, kids. And then, you know, they'll see them lie or they'll see them pull a stunt at the store and, or be deceptive. And, and they don't realize the kids watch. They see that stuff. They pick up on it. They're not stupid. No, not at all. Kids and see so, everything. Yeah, they see everything. And so, you know, parents need to realize that, you know. I mean, there's, there's my parents are good people, but... <laughs> I mean, we don't realize that kids grow up, you know. Yeah. Like, he was four, he was three or four not too long ago, and then now he can... You know, like, when he's, whenever, whenever kids are smaller, we can get away with saying things around them because, you know, they can't... You know, yeah. you know, he's like, hey, the C-A-N-D-Y is over there. Go get it. But now if I say C-A-N-D-Y, he's like, where's the candy? I'm like, <laughs> you know, we don't realize they get smarter. You know what I mean? We we're the dumb ones now. They do. They get they get pretty smart and savvy. You know, they they can read us. You know, it's kind of like my dogs. My dogs can read me. They know when I'm having a hard time. They feel my stress. I think babies and kids do too. They can tell when you're you're stressed as a parent. Oh, of course. What's going on? You know, they don't understand. Yes. Bills and everything has to get paid. So on your website, you've got a lot of different offerings. Let's talk about those and how people can onboard with you and what you do to help people. Um, to onboard with me, let's see. So off the top of my head, here we go. So the month to month is 300. So if you want to just try it, just to try it out for a month to month is 300. Um, the more months you choose, the cheaper it gets. So three months would be seven fifty. Six months is twelve ninety nine, and a twelve month is two thousand, basically. And with the onboarding, is you know I, I will set you up on a diet plan, a workout plan, and you'll get access to my fitness app, where I'll set you up with your diet, nutrition, and macros, and let you know what you need to hit every single day, and depending on which price plan that you choose you know i'll have it set up for that duration of time mm -hmm. there you go and you have a few different trainings i see a mindset training and nutrition what are, what are some of the various packages you have yeah so uh, the nutrition the nutrition training basically is just kind of like the one i just stated you know and the mindset training is more of a constantly weekly zoom calls to hold you accountable to basically keep you on your toes about your vices because you mm -hmm. can be physically fit all you want but if you still have vices you're not gonna you're not gonna hit the next level like you want to you may look aesthetically good but a lot of people i mean just like the world right now a lot of people look aesthetically good but on the inside you know they're dying yeah it, it doesn't matter how good you look i mean on the inside if you still have vices i mean it, like if you if you this if if you're working and you have your job and you decide to go lift and and do all these great things and get a great body but then at your job, you get a promotion and, you know, you start making more money and all that good stuff. And then you turn around, but you still have, you know, like that drinking that you do on the side or whatnot. That's still going to hinder you. You can put that aside and take your mindset to a whole new level. It's, it's where you just completely drop your vices because mm -hmm. the mental fortitude is just as is just as important as, as the physical. Definitely, definitely. So people can reach out to you on the website. They can watch what you're doing on the uh, social media and all that good stuff there. So yeah, I post on my social media every single day from the from the time I wake up to the supplements that I take, food that I eat, and the workouts that I do. So you basically can see what the program is all about by just watching me. And then you can also look online and see, like, hey, my coach is on it today, and he doesn't stop. And I can watch him to use him as like a like a like a competitive edge to go against because i'm competing against myself and you can use me as inspiration to compete with because if i'm up at four or five in the morning 
and I've already got to my workout and everything, you haven't started, well, you need to get on it. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Well, it's been fun to have you on the show. Uh, give us your final thoughts in .com where people can find you on the interwebs. Again, you can find me at www.dlfitness.net. Just final thoughts, everybody, if you're going out there, going through something, the best thing I can tell you is to start off by dropping your vices. The best thing to do is to get rid of things before you add things. That's the main thing that you're going to do. If you can focus on getting rid of your issues, then adding small things to your life to make it incrementally better and doing it as a daily effort, it'll make your life a whole lot better. There you go. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it, and thanks for inspiring us, man. Thank you. I appreciate it, Chris. There you go. Thanks, uh, guys, for tuning in. Go to goodreads.com, forechesschrisfoss, linkedin.com, forechesschrisfoss, chrisfoss1 on the tickety-tockety and all those crazy places we are. Be sure to be good to each other, stay safe, and we'll see you guys next time. And that's your-